So this guy walks into a pharmacy and he goes to the pharmacy. He's like, hey, I need to buy some condoms. There's a girl I like. We're finally going to take it that far. Let's see what you got. I need some help here. It's like, all right, I can help you there. So he, the pharmacist proceeds to bring out a list of condoms or like a group of condoms. And they're all like different variety packs. So the guy's like, I don't know which one to buy. Which one should I get? And so he's like, what, is, what does this one do? He said, or the pharmacist says, oh, well, this pack, there's seven in this pack. There's seven in this pack. Um, are you... I'm butchering this fucking joke. Jesus Christ. Uh, you're, keep going. Okay, so... There's seven of this pack. It's like, if your girlfriend's a Latina, you're going to want this pack. Because you want to have sex every day of the week. Like, okay, well, what's this pack? Well, this pack has eight in there. And there's like, if, you're, or if your girlfriend's black, then... She's going to want that dick every day and twice on Sunday. All right. And he's just he's like, well, my girlfriend's white. What do I get? He's like, I know just the thing. He goes behind the counter and he grabs a 12 pack. And he said, oh, man, I cannot wait, man. What's what's going on with the 12 pack? All right. He, he says, look, what you got here? You got January, February, March, <laughs> April. <laughs> That's not where I expected that one to go. That's I like that one. I thought I heard that this or the other day. It was, it was a pretty good one. I probably probably said a little wrong, but the gist of it, punchline was still good. Um, yeah, and for those of you that don't recognize this voice, uh, that would be me, Gooch, the other host of this podcast, back from the Bahamas. I'm so glad he came back. And he didn't just like go leave for milk and not come back like Wiz did. Like I'm, I thought I was gonna be stranded again. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do two back to back solo no, pods. Okay, my my mental health is only slightly better than Wiz. <laughs> only slightly, bitch. Your parents were together your entire childhood. Fuck you. No, they weren't. They broke up when I was a freshman. I said childhood. I mean, most people would still say that. That's adolescence. Child. That's an adolescent, a teenager, teen, adolescent. That's not what they said to Josh Giddy. Mm. All right, fair enough. Week, week 13, or wait, week Anyways, 15, episode that, 114. 114. Um, Look at me on my shit. I've been, I've been wrong with the episode titles for so long, but I, I, I edit I one was, episode. <laughs> I was impressed you got it right last week. Uh, oh, I, oh no! It wasn't a guess. I went and researched, so I wouldn't sound stupid. <laughs> I went and looked it up on RSS, and I was like, uh, I don't know what that is. So I had but, something that I wanted to a topic I wanted to discuss before we get deep into anything. Um, I don't understand how certain things get started or get portrayed a certain way. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, so I'm just going to start off with a question. What What's your favorite flavor of Kool-Aid? My favorite flavor? Yes. Um, probably watermelon one. See, so I'm a sucker for black cherry. Okay, but 
in saying this, I prove a point that you are familiar enough with Kool-Aid to have a favorite flavor. Yeah. I drank Kool-Aid my whole childhood. Like, we didn't have pop in my house. We had Kool-Aid. You come in my Did house. Did you just fucking say pop? You you know what I mean. Oklahomans? Oklahomians? Oklahoma? What the fuck you call it? Y'all say pop? It it's it's a mixed bag. That's crazy. Oh, so is like in the middle of the country enough that like enough, bitch. It, it, I feel I like because like, Kansas is up one, right? It goes yeah. Kansas above Kansas you. Is dead center. That's dead center. But like so, we're but we're in like just the right geographical spot that we get like a mix of all three. A lot of people say soda, so. Soda is becoming a lot more popular, even with myself. I said pop that time, but I say soda. If you lot. say Coke, go fuck yourself. Just saying. So that's what I was about to say. So, so like, soda and pop, you'll hear both <clears throat> interchangeably. Soda maybe a little bit more than pop. But if you go down to, like, the southeast, southeast Oklahoma is, like, its own thing. Oh, it's because it's closer to Arkansas. That's why. Yeah. It's, like, a, it's like a weird concoction of Arkansas, Louisiana, and East Texas. Yeah, there's this town over there called Texarkana. Yeah. It's literally uh, just from that yeah, fucking so like, name. Southeast Oklahoma is like its own, it's like a cult. And a lot, like, that's where you get your Cokes. Give me a Coke. Is, what kind? is that where, like, uh, Tiger, Tiger King was? No, Tiger King was, like, straight. If you just get on the highway and just go straight south, like an hour and a half from Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Hey, while I got you here, before I forget about it, I saw you tweet something today, and I didn't understand okay. what it meant. But you said, "Hold on, hold on." Okay, I want to say it though. But you said, "If you're in more, no, I not OKC." Oh yeah, you're. Yeah, if if I'm I'm in more, and you said not OKC. Yes. So you you mean specifically like more only? Like you got to say yes. So what 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 no. is this? You got to vote yes no. to. I so the city of OKC. It voted today on a tax initiative to build the Thunder or to build a new stadium, new arena that would house the Thunder. It's not the Thunders. It doesn't belong to the Thunder. It would belong to the city of OKC. But the Thunder are the ones basically requesting it. Uh-huh. And surprisingly, the opinions are split, but I can't vote. Because I'm not, I don't live in the city of OKC. So my tweet was directed to the voters of OKC. I got as, you. I feel stupid. Okay. As a resident of more. But yeah. So like, I got you. Now I was so confused. The opinion is very split on vote yes or vote no, which this is literally I, how Seattle lost the Sonics. And we're going to do the same thing. Like, I'm praying it passes. So the way they're pitching it, the way the mayor is pitching it is that it's not a tax increase. It would be like a redistribution of it would they would the voters just have to approve the project and then like the the sales pitch is that they will not increase taxes. They will just redistribute taxes from like other areas and allocate them towards this 900 million dollar arena um, mm-hmm. but anybody who knows anything about government 
knows that, yeah, we won't increase taxes to pay for the stadium. We will take taxes from other programs and departments, and then we'll raise taxes to cover those programs and departments that we took money from. But we won't raise taxes for the state. But yeah, whatever. I don't care. Mm. I'll pay more taxes to keep the Thunder in Oklahoma City. I was telling my boss this. Without the Thunder, what do we have? Nothing. We are we are a third world country without Thunder. And I said today I on my Instagram story, like, we're finally good again. Like, keep Chet in Oklahoma City. If if I went through the pain and misery of the post KD, post Russ Thunder era only to lose the Thunder the second we get good again, I'll have nothing to live for. Um so that's a little Okay, makes sense. Political. So so back to my uh topic of discussion. My house thrived on Kool-Aid. Yes. You clearly an experienced Kool-Aid consumer. <laughs> so tell me why for our entire lives Kool-Aid has been branded as a black beverage. Everybody loves Kool-Aid. So how did that get started is what I want to know. How is Kool-Aid a reference that is used to disparage the black community? Because first of all, it's not ever been in my lifetime an exclusively black drink. And second of all, I don't know why we make fun of him because Kool-Aid is delicious. I don't understand it either. I don't know if it's specifically like grape only. Grape Kool-Aid only, I don't think it is. Because you still got like grape soda. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? So I don't crazy. understand either. I never thought it's of like, it that way. I will I say I tr- attempted to try to make a racist joke and make like watermelon fried chicken battered with watermelon Kool-Aid. Disgusting. You tried to make it? Yeah. For yourself or when you were a cook at a... No, no, for myself. When I was, okay. Then again, I was in high school, and I probably didn't have the good, the better. I could probably make I it better you now. Say you tried to like make it as like a, a test recipe for Davy Crockett Grill. Like, this uh, you got me fucked up, bro. I was the minority in that bitch. You thought I was going to do some fucked up shit so like that's, that? So that's the thing that I was going to say, though, was I grew up in a very not ethnically diverse, like, childhood see like, i did so i take going back i guess i can understand where or why i guess right. kool-aid was so great so that's or why i always had it here, no, no, no 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 hold on i want to test you real quick how about that you ever had uh tampico no i've no. seen it I've okay all, you don't I've know fuck you stores, fuck, you don't you don't, you don't know struggle then fuck you it doesn't matter how many ice cubes you add yeah. to that shit it's warm it's so thick it's warm no matter it how much thick. ice it is I hated yeah, that so, shit as a kid. Yeah, so I grew it. up very white, so Caucasian. Everything about my childhood, Caucasian. Uh, so like now, like when we have like family functions, I've taken over like a lot of the cooking, mm-hmm. and I season my food. And my mom cannot handle spice. Like my mom's a good cook. But nothing she will ever cook will ever have any type of bite or kick to it at all. So, like, I was cooking something, and I put uh, Tony Sachery's Creole seasoning and whatever I was cooking. And my mom ate it and said that it was good. 
but she went through like two bottles of water. I mean, like she was sweat off some Tony's Asheries. That's so funny. I love to see people like that. For Thanksgiving, my brother-in-law, Mikhail, made uh he makes a buffalo mac and cheese. Yeah, it's fire. But and like the only thing <laughs> remotely like the only thing buffalo he puts in it is just Frank's red hot. And that's still too spicy. Oh, she like You thought of Sriracha. Well, no, I loved it. I put Frank's Red Hot on everything. Oh, no, 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 you, uh, you my mom on everything. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking about she would have thought it was like Sriracha. Oh, no, this year. my mom was dying. You like, thought you, you crumbled one chip challenge on that bitch, yeah. and she was over so there like. That's how she was acting. Um, I'm probably going to finish last of fantasy this year, and I can guarantee you which punishment I'm not picking is one that. Challenge. Because I did I that before. I saw a guy do it, and it looked horrible. Um, I don't want to do the easy cop-out of just like. Waffle House, you know what so, I mean? So that's not but, the easy yeah, problem. That would be terrible. That's easy. Twenty four hours, and when every waffle you eat takes off a do- or an, an hour? hour. Bro, those Waffle House waffles are huge. No, they're like this big. They're the size of the plate. Bro, they're like that thin though. I don't care. Anyway, paper thin. Yeah, but it's all carbs. That's very true. The I'll waffle, give you that. Nothing but carbs. You get chocolate chips, that's extra sugar. Put syrup on that bitch, that's all sugar too. That's even more sugar. You put butter the on butter there, is now just you the glue that holds it all together in your stomach. <laughs> I'm so, sorry to keep interrupting you. Go ahead. I've already made up my mind that if I ever have to do a punishment, my first off the list is either beer mile or milk mile. I'm hoping I'm th- for beer mile. I'm thinking. I mean, we get to pick what we do, right? Yeah, there's a list. That's why I pick. Yeah, I, I have to list on my phone. I would I would do the hog tattoo in a hog. I, so I was going to say, I low-key want to do the hog tattoo. destroy me. I might do that on my thigh. Jade if would I get last. rage. I might get, because like, there's a bunch oh, of shops around here I'd that do, do it a $50 in a flash. I, I can't stand leg tattoos. I don't like the look of leg tattoos. I like I the would thigh do, ones. I would do a hog tattoo like on my upper body in a place that would be fairly visible if it weren't for my wife and child and future children. Bro, I'll get a hog on my ass in a heartbeat. Um Okay, yeah, anyways. I yeah, grew sorry. Up super white. Uh and like it was not like literally I didn't start listening to rap music until I was in like eighth or ninth grade. Really? Yeah, yeah. Lil Lil Wayne's MTV Unplugged is what like brought me over. Jesus, I'm sorry. I came home from a football from a eighth grade football game, and my our TV had had been like left on, and it was just on MTV. So I just like walked in and sat down on the couch, and Lil Wayne MTV Unplugged was on, and that shit like captivated me. Um, so yeah, like that's how I grew up. Not a ton of like exposure to that culture. Uh huh. Kool Aid is like top three favorite drink of mine. Like, love Kool Aid. My dad. So you go to my dad's house right now. He's probably got two different jugs of Kool Aid in his fridge. I don't know why I don't do that more. What I do a yeah, lot same. is I have um limeade. I love limeade. Yeah. And it's this one brand called like Zuko or something like that. It's like a Hispanic brand, I think. And H E B had it on sale one day for like ten cents a 
packet. So I was like, oh, Damn. fuck yeah. And so I just grabbed a handful of this lime made because it's, it's um, I think 33 calories a serving. Yeah. Or no, 33 calories a serving of the packet, like not mixed, just the packet. I can't, I can't remember. It's, it's super low calorie. Basically, and it's a bunch of vitamin C too. So I'm like, right. I ain't even tripping. It's just the sugar that's in it. It's the only thing that I'm worried about right, a little bit. Right, right. Like I've got, but yeah, I've got Kool Aid. I've got a variety of Kool Aid flavors in my pantry right now. I just don't have sugar to make it. Hey, you wanna you wanna make a carbonated Kool Aid? No, that sounds terrible. You're telling me like a carbonated fruit? Pun- I don't know. That's probably uh, that's sweet. Some things then, are good think- the way they are. Um, Who the f- and so like. But yeah, like I love Kool Aid. I keep Kool Aid on. Who deck. the fuck is ringing my doorbell right now? Sorry. My favorite fruit is watermelon. They're like I don't understand where these stereotypes come from. They finished my pizza that fast, bro. That was nineteen minutes. That's crazy. I. That is was at your door. Yes, that's wild. That was a pizza, cheesy bread, and. The so, pineapple jalapeno chicken. If you're and, listening to this, whatever timestamp you're at right now, Hunter hit like confirm on this Domino's order, and then I hit start recording. So whatever timestamp you're at is how long it took that order to go from Hunter's phone to his doorstep. That's what I'm saying. Like they made that's it and why, delivered that, it that fast. I've never had one delivered that. Before. I might go try to edit the tip. Honestly, that's worth it. That is yeah, fucking dollars. That sucks because I was banking on like that coming late and I was doing a long pod and shit because yeah. I like I I I I'm trying to get the I don't I can't I don't know the difference between the strains of the weed. There's indica and sativa. I don't know which one is which, but I'm on the I'm hitting the upper one. And it gives me like so many like today's the first day I've done it. It makes me want to like conversate and like gives me ideas and yeah. makes my makes me think. That makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, I get it. Uh but yeah, I just was like, I was thinking about that. I saw something, I saw a post on Twitter that, like, I mean, like, someone was like, made like a kind of a backhanded joke to somebody else on Twitter about Kool Aid. And I was like, why is this an insult? Like, it shouldn't be. Kool Aid's delicious. It really is. What should be an insult is Tampico. That should be the insult, yeah, you right. poor motherfuckers. That shit is disgusting. Okay, I'm trying to so, I'm trying to think of how I can get you to relate to how thick that was drinking it. So, like cough syrup, it was like oh, drinking cough syrup. Jesus, I was gonna say like Hawaiian punch, but Mm-mm. it was worse than that. It was like cough syrup thick. Damn. I would say that that's just, that's from my recollection, and it's, it was no matter which flavor you bought or color, okay. they all tasted the same. So. I was try. I, I told you that I grew up super white, which like we all already kind of knew. So here is the distinction. Like I said, I grew up drinking Kool Aid. Like in my house, twenty four seven, there was Kool Aid available. So, but here's the distinction. I like, I didn't have a lot of like exposure to black culture. So when we made Kool Aid in my house, I bet there's hardly any sugar in that bitch. We measured the sugar with a measuring cup. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I fucking yeah. knew it. Yeah, you ain't just eyeball that shit. And like, it's like the dude. The first time I watched a black person make Kool Aid, 
Like, I thought I was going to die. And it's, see, like, I'm like in they, the country. Like, they, we didn't have a lot the... of people where I live anyways. And my neighbor was, like, it was a black family my neighbor was. Uh-huh. And we were best friends. And so, like, I would learn stuff from him. And that's how I could, maybe that's what my problem. I don't know. I won't say problem, but like that's yeah. how I've learned a lot of shit that I've known now. Like it's like I guess culturally appropriated myself is because my best friend growing up, Marquise, shout out you if you ever listen. I don't know if you listen or not, but um, I miss you and Maurice's Kool Aid, bro. That shit was so fucking good. The lemon yeah, lime one was like, low key really good. Uh oh yeah, like it didn't like the color didn't look anything like lemon lime. The color was like a dark green. Oh, it's it's, it's cloudy. And I yeah. I want that shit if it's cloudy. That's it. Oh yeah. Well, like so. I'm I don't want. I don't. I don't want to be able to see my hand on the other side of the jug. Like when I was a kid, making Kool Aid, get the sugar out, and we had a we had a measuring cup, and you would take that measuring cup and you would one cup, two cups if you were making a full gallon, and uh, like the first time I was white at a black household and like they made Kool Aid, they had a measuring cup. But that bitch might have well been a shovel. Like they they wasn't measuring nothing with that measuring cup. Like they was getting like deep in that sugar and just, I bet what it was. I bet it was like one of those old measuring cups that used to have numbers on it and they were all scratched off and worn off being washed over the years. And so like, they're just because like when I would like measure, I would like scoop with my measuring cup and like sift it off so it was like level on the top. No, like when they made it, this thing was like heaped over, like spilling off the sides. Just Dump, dumped like three big fat scoops, and you guys, so you want to talk about cloudy? Like, I love you it. Start, you can see the non-dissolved sugar swirling, and like, you drink the Kool Aid, you got to chew it. Yeah, I would like. I, I yes, I love it. I love hearing it. My neighbor, I, mean, I had no reason at fucking. I think we were like ten, nine years old. I had no reason to listen to fucking Plies, Lil Boosie that young <laughs> like that's that's when i started listening to rap like way younger than you i was like then yeah, like little, like well first of course white eminem that was the first rapper like i actually like learned the music from and then oh, yeah uh, and then I, open I up from like lil wayne um Nicki minaj and i'll never forget whenever i got my first ipod touch and of course, like the little white me, first music I bought off on there was um Eminem, but all like his greatest hits, and it was whenever Not Afraid first came out, that album, oh, yeah. Recovery. And then after that, I'm like, I don't know who else to buy, I don't know what else to buy on here because at first, like, I, there's so much music I listened to, I didn't know what to do, and so I panicked and bought. What's his name? Young Jock. I fucked up about a Young Jock album. I don't know why, but about Hustlenomics. I think it's the name of it. Yeah. And that's why I jammed that shit forever. What? Uh... And then found out how to illegally put my music on there. And then just yeah. started putting all like uh, Kirk O'Plies. So that was, like the best, that was like the best thing about discovering rap music when I did was that like it was all already out there. And oh, and I already had an iPod Touch. I like watched that Lil Wayne MTV special. Went and downloaded a bunch of rap music on my iPod. And, like, which Lil Wayne album was uh, 
Nightmares of the Bottom and Carter Four. Yeah. So like I don't know like Fire Song. I'm Dude, I wish I can so go like, back to the first day I heard Nightmares at the Bottom. I wish I can go oh, back to the I, first I time I heard still that. Vividly remember it. Like I can't too, but couch. I want I want to experience it again. Like that's just he that's what I'm saying. It. He debuted the song on that MTV Unplugged first time he ever like performed it, and I'd never heard. I'd never like. I knew who Lil Wayne was clearly, but I'd never like listened to him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I didn't know about like his like wordplay and stuff, and I thought this man was a genius. Like, I remember like, I was a little sheltered white kid in eighth grade, and when I heard that real G's move in silence like lasagna, my brain fell apart. Bro, and his bars hit hard still to this day. Like we were we were going to Orange, and before we got to Bucky's, we were listening. And I heard a line of his, and it, it sunk in. I've heard the song so many fucking times. I can't remember the name of the song, but I'm trying to go back to Discord where I said it, so I can get there. Okay, it said, "Eyes red from the Kush, I blue white person, red, white, and blue." Yeah, and they started talking about like country. I'm like, bro, fucking bars, red or, eyes like, red from the Kush, I blue white person, in red, white, blue to the bottom. Everybody want to be fly till you swat them. Yeah, poetic. Fucking fuck. You know, I I wish going back to your childhood and how great it was. I wish that you didn't have that great of a childhood. That way, I could tell you to because you, like you're you're also a Olivia Rodrigo fan. I appreciate that. I don't have too many guy friends that like her. Oh, like, Jade. And, and, so... Well, hand hold on, hold on. Hand in hand, like her and had a fucked up childhood. So yeah. I can't do that with you. So, and the new album. Um, wait, does Jade like Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo or no? She doesn't dislike her. Jade doesn't like how much I like and what, what she Tate calls. Tate Which is what she describes as like Gen Z teenage girl music. Olivia Rodrigo, Tate McRae. Do you know who Jesse Murph is? Yeah. Love she, her. Yeah, she's... Um. Anyways. Have, so like, because so, we were driving down down to texas for the cruise last weekend and uh get him back came on and like me and jade were like talking and i turned the song i was like oh this is a banger and she like rolled her eyes real heavy uh, it's like she doesn't dislike olivia Rodrigo. she's she's the one that showed me driver's license um originally yeah but that's when she was like i don't understand like your obsession with gen z like high school girl singers blah 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 and i i was like i got it's like i don't like like olivia rodrigo like that like i just like her music and i made very sure not to bring up tate mccray like we don't need to have that conversation especially in the confined space of a car right going 80 down i-45 i don't need jade hearing what i really think of tate mccray (laughs) okay anyways if i if you feel anything at all We'll see. But listen to The Grudge. Okay, obviously she's thinking about a boy, but I want you to, instead of thinking about what she's trying to think about the thong, picture as if she's singing about her parents and just close your eyes and think about it whenever you listen to it. Like, tell Jade, too. I feel like she'd resonate with it a lot. And Probably it's a lot more than me. She, she would resonate. If, if Yeah, 
Tell, tell her to listen to it. Yeah. Than I do. And tell her to listen to that and then, and then tell me what she says about like, because Hallie did it to me. And interesting. Here's. Bro, that's one of the first times a song like legit let me just cry. Because it just like kept running, it just rushed back so many like memories throughout my head. And I'm like, God, this is wild. Okay, so while we are still here and it's still topical, I have uh I have like a I have so much stuff in my notes of that. I have three different drafts in my notes. Mm-hmm. Only one of which is sports related but i have one that ties in very well to this conversation so do you want to go ahead while before we segue into let's do let's let's just do it now fuck it draft okay let's do a draft you'll like this i'll like it so our draft for this week we haven't done draft in a long time we haven't didn't even do a thanksgiving one struggle meal draft bitch yeah Oh. oh 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 And since you like to claim that you had more of the struggle than I did, I will allow you the number one pick. Bro, OG. OG is ramen. I knew you were going basic ramen. I knew it. Bro, that's that's one of the only struggle mills to this day people still want and crave. That is a classic. And like... Like okay. you, that's stupid. Like that's that's that is a Michael Jordan like yeah. hindsight number you, one overall pick. How did you fix your ramen? Um, as a, I mean, it's it's changed a lot throughout as a kid. I would do the little lunch cup, so I just pour water, throw it in the microwave. That's when I first yeah. found out about it. I would do chicken. And then I like shrimp, and then I like spicy shrimp, and then I moved in with Hallie and discovered beef, and beef was yes. the best flavor. It's my favorite. Beef is flavor. the best flavor. I need Jade to hear this because that's another thing we get in heated arguments about. She likes chicken, and I keep telling her that adults prefer beef. Yeah, it's true. Because, so I didn't eat ramen as a kid. Which is crazy because Hallie doesn't like – she's not a huge beef person. Like the only meat she really likes to eat is chicken. And – she likes beef ramen. Like, that's proof of itself, Cause in my opinion. It doesn't taste like beef. No, it's just no more one, flavor. No eats, it just has good flavor, yeah. No one eats beef or almond and is like, you're telling me there's not beef in this? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, I didn't eat ramen as a kid. I don't know. I had like some weird aversion to it. My sister ate it almost daily. Uh, but like, I got to college. And didn't have access to all the snacks and stuff that we had at home. Started eating ramen. Mm. And all I ever saw my sister eat, like, so my whole life living at home growing up, my sister, she would cook it in the microwave. She would just get a bowl of water, throw her ramen in there, microwave it for like three minutes, season and pack it, and just eat it. So when my roommate started doctoring his up with a bunch of fixins that was like revolutionary to me Mm -hmm. and so then like when me and jade first started living together and weren't really making money at the time we would eat ramen and i mean like dude i would get i would be chefing it up with some ramen dude like um an egg oh that's a um i used to get the uh star kissed tuna 
like pouches where it's like it's not just mm-hmm. straight tuna it's like different flavors get some beef ramen with an egg a pack of jalapeno tuna a freaking fistful of shredded cheese and uh some taco bell hot sauce that's a meal that, that sounds good i'm not a huge tuna person but it does that still sounds pretty good um um all right so let's see my oh wait so yeah what do you put wait in hold ramen? on yeah that's what that's what you're we yeah so what i do now nowadays as adults is i'm extra with it like i love being like i'll go to the store and buy extra shit just to make a fancy ramen so i'd put i'll go buy like mushrooms green onion I got some hoisin Hell sauce, some sriracha. Um, I'll put some cilantro to top it off if I want to. Um, I have a bunch of chili oil because I like it spicy. I even got some chili and garlic crunch oil, so it's crunchy and spicy. Um, but a soft-boiled egg is phenomenal in it, for sure. That's one of the things I love to have in it. Um, I don't know if I already said... Green onion, but you yeah. like putting green onion in it. Um, trying to think if I can get some bean sprouts, I would definitely add that. Love bean sprouts. So you're just bringing like the whole Chinese buffet. Oh, home. definitely, definitely. Now if it's like if now if I don't have all the extra shit at home, then I'll just add in an egg, hoisin, sriracha, soy sauce, yeah. and I usually have green onions here, so I'll or cilantro, and I'll add in those fire all right my so first good. round pick is I'm trying to go back I'm trying to go back to like my childhood um okay i was gonna save this but it's just too good mm-hmm. it is my number one because this is what i ate like when my sister That's... would make ramen I would like my go to. There was two, but one was better than the other, so I'm going with that one at one. Hot dog sandwich. Okay, that's fine. I thought you were gonna say something else that you I might. You don't have hot dog buns because you're. Yeah, struggling. I know what you mean. So yeah, you, you microwave a couple hot dogs, split them boys down the middle, put those things on a piece of white bread with some ketchup. Mm-hmm. So and good. see, that's where I was. So I've had good. some of those. I've had I've had hot dogs on bread before, but not a lot because AGB, a pack of hot dog buns, like right now they're eighty six cents for a pack of eight. Like that's how cheap they are. Golly. Yeah. So I mean, AGB is a goat. I love like, AGB. It wasn't that we couldn't afford hot dog buns. It was just like for some reason, when I was growing up, we always had hot dogs in like our like refrigerator drawer with the lunch meat, but we mm-hmm. never bought hot dog buns like we could have bought hot dog buns if we wanted but we just always had hot dogs and never had buns so i was always i would always end up making hot dog sandwiches um not here's one that i didn't have a lot as a kid but more older is goulash oh goulash i'm fire okay i'm putting that as two as my two that's really good so good i I understand. I, in my brain, that's mm-hmm. not a struggle meal. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that like, you can't have it. It's just like the way that it was presented to me growing up. Like, exactly. I, looking back now, I understand. But like growing up, when we'd have goulash, I never thought like, oh, goulash, like it's that time of the month. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. No, like, 
we I got excited for goulash. Yeah. That shit is good. Okay, my second um breakfast item. So good. Cinnamon toast. Oh, you bitch. And like so good that like but my mom has to make it. I can't make it myself. I mean I probably could, but like growing up my mom always made it. Ugh, like in the mornings, like and looking back, like that's how I knew like the times that we were really struggling. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we would have Eggo waffles or Pop tarts. Pop tarts were big time in our house, but like I can remember times, multiple, several, many times, get up and for breakfast, what do you want? Cinnamon toast. I'm like, yeah, absolutely, I'll take some cinnamon toast. And mom would toast a couple pieces of toast with some butter, that cinnamon mm. sugar. God, that shit was so fire. That shit was good. Um, my sister. So this one won't make my draft. My dad got my sister into doing this. It was like an after-school snack. Um, my after-school snack will make an appearance in the third or fourth round. My sister, for the longest time, we would get home from school. She would take a piece of white bread, untoasted, raw white bread, butter, butter the hell out of it. My sister had a weird thing with butter growing up. And then sugar. And then just eat that. Bread, hmm. butter, and sugar. And that was like her favorite after school snack. And that shit was so weird. That was weird. Um, was that two? That was two, wasn't it? That was mine too, yeah. Yeah. Um How are we classifying hamburger helper? I'll allow it. I'll Will give you? you. I mean, that shit is like two dollars a box. I must say it's a dollar fifty four or something like yeah. that. Or two something a box. So I'll I'll never forget when me and Jade started living together and like I was trying to cook for her and stuff, trying to impress her. And like I'm cooking all kinds of stuff. Like stir I made I made like I mean like we didn't have like money. Like I was mm-hmm. still in college. She was just starting out in her job. So like I'm trying to get creative and like not make it seem like these are struggle meals. So like I made like a stir fry one time and I got like stir fry vegetables, chicken, didn't have noodles, so all we had was ramen. So I made the stir fry and then made ramen and then like threw the ramen noodles in there with the stir fry until they got a little bit charred. I don't know. But it was good. It was, I still make it to this day. Um mm-hmm. what was another one? Can't remember. Oh, made like my own homemade uh chicken spaghetti from scratch. All of that. Like I'm working months into the relationship she tells me her favorite meal or I mean like her favorite meal that's not like a nice meal is hamburger helper still to this day still to this day stroganoff hamburger helper it would probably be in Jade's top five meals really not I struggle meals meals yeah yeah, it was like good, it. especially beef stroganoff. That's a really Ham- good one. Hamburger Helper was a weekly occurrence in our house. There's a bunch of struggle meals that I'm not listing because there's a bunch of stuff that, like you said, like I've done. Yeah. Just because it was creative. It was like struggle, but creative. So my third, my third one, this is my after school snack. And that was microwave nachos. So some tortilla chips on a plate. With some cheese on top, pop. Oh yes! Shout out Step Bros, shout yeah. out Step Brothers. Um, 
God, that's a good one. I didn't that realize was I was so a struggle that meal. Was, that was like daily for me for a while. Me too. I love doing that. I'll do the same thing with potatoes. I would throw a potato in the microwave. Really? And then, yeah. And then once it started cooking, I'd cut it in half. And then oh, sprinkle like, like cheese on it. Potato. Yeah, I did it a lot growing up. Um, My four, it's going to sound weird, but hear me out, is white rice and hot sauce. That's weird. Like, it's not weird. That's a struggle meal. It's so good. That's a struggle meal. So, it's so good. So I, since I've been like this past year, I've been doing a lot of meal prepping trying to get my diet somewhat under control and i've eaten so much white rice and i I actually like rice but like when you're eating white rice every day for lunch for weeks and weeks on end like you have to do something and i've tried i've tried soy sauce i've tried hot sauce i've tried sriracha i've tried you name it i've tried it mixing it with rice the one constant that i keep coming back to that trumps everything else yellow mustard mixed with what again sorry white rice yes disgusting it's so just disgusting but it's... i also hate yellow mustard so i did too growing up as an adult i have matured and come around on yellow mustard so like could i make like my meat for my meal prep and like in my little meal prep container i'll have rice on one side meat on the other and i'll put mustard on the rice and mix it up and then i'll just mix all that together so it's like meat mm-hmm. and rice with mustard and I, it started when i was like dieting like kind of like a lot stricter because mustard is zero calories but it got to the point where like i like it like i will just eat like you said like a bowl of white rice with yellow mustard bro i could t- can't tell you the countless times that i've had just a bowl of rice and hot sauce just because specifically also like minute rice too like yeah. so convenient so cheap Okay, so here's my fourth round struggle meal. It's more of a struggle side, but instant mashed potatoes. To this fucking day. I have a box in my pantry right now. Oh, my. I love mixed. I love you. We're we're so close to being the same person. I I wish y'all would move to Houston. I really do. I'm just you without the trauma. You're a healthier, more athletic me, minus the trauma. like I said, I'm I'm I am like a glimpse into like what your life could have been if your dad had come back. <laughs> oh man! Uh, to this day, like I still get specifically it's Idahoan buttery selects, and I'll get that with um, a can. I have, I have that in my pantry right <laughs> now. I could go downstairs and get the box and show you because we're making pot roast. We're making one of those Mississippi mud roasts this week, and I want. Oh, is that the one with the pepperoncinis? Yes, and the whole stick of butter. Yeah, oh. we're making that this week. And Jade asked if I wanted. She did like a Walmart pickup order. She said, "Do you want me to get potatoes for mashed potatoes?" And I was like, "No, I don't want to make mashed potatoes, but I do want mashed potatoes. So get some instant mashed potatoes." And so she's like, okay, what do you want me to get? And I was like, give me the phone. I was like, I don't know what it's called, but I know what the box looks like. Give me the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Only reason why I don't know why I was able to tell you the name is because Hallie was shopping for me. I had to go look it up the other day. (laughs) Send her a screenshot of it. The first time my mom made us instant mashed potatoes, she like 
tried to like apologize kind of and you can doctor them up and make it where they, they don't taste good like yeah like but specifically what i like to do with it though is i like to make like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna save it okay like but i just remember like once like my mom like made us instant mashed potatoes and then like found out that like we were okay with her making instant mm-hmm. mashed potatoes that like changed everything because she would make okay. instant mashed potatoes all the time and i loved it because I thought I was just getting to eat mashed potatoes all the time. Well, for my fifth pick, I'm I, 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 hear me out if I could maybe back off of this a little bit because it's kind of like that, but separate. Poverty famous bowls, where you use instant. Well, it was just I know what a famous potatoes. Bowl is. Yeah, I know. It was just I would just get instant potatoes. I'd buy a fucking eighty cent can of corn, and then throw a handful of cheese in there with some butter, and just like throw it in the microwave, oh, so and no then go chicken. to town. No, it just. No, oh, it's poverty. That's a struggle. And I still eat that to this day. That sounds good. It it sounds good. Yeah, like, bro, it's to the point, not even gravy either. It's just potatoes, cheese. I was going to ask. I was like, I didn't hear him mention any gravy, but, like, that makes no. the thing where, like, it's that much of a struggle that, like, you, you don't even have gravy. It's just. Well, no, the gravy's the cheapest thing you can make. But I, don't, I just didn't feel like making yeah. gravy. But I would just do that. To this day, I still do that. Like, I'll, I'll have a craving just for mashed potatoes and corn together. And like the other day, when whenever I said I was having chicken rings, it was you were daring. That was like, what did you just say? Was, did you mean wings? It was, you said chicken wings. I said no rings. I said it right. It was the little white castle ones you could buy in the freezer section. Yeah. I get the I get the uh, spicy ones, and okay. I'll dip it in my potatoes and corn. So here's my last struggle meal. You may or may not agree, but I just know like. The food item in itself may or may not be a struggle item. You may disagree. But what makes it a struggle is the frequency with which I ate this as a child slash teenager. Like it was like this truly was like every day. Mm-hmm. Like coming home from school, it was either microwave nachos or this. Tyson chicken patties. Okay. Chicken patty sandwich. Couldn't afford that much. It, it was it, we ours or ours. What the fuck? My option was like if I wanted a sandwich, it was like PB and J. Like we didn't really have so types of chicken patties. PB and J a struggle. You know how cheap that was. Specifically, it wasn't even PB and J. It was P PB. It was peanut butter. It was just bread and peanut butter. Yeah, that that's a struggle. <laughs> that's that's typical. But I'm saying PB and J because when we got a little more money, PB and like, J is just like so normal. You know what I mean? Whatever, or, it's or just... maybe I just grew up struggling way more than I thought, and like I just think that PB and J is just like what everybody ate all the time. You know how a dry a PB sandwich is? Yeah. You know how no. much fucking water you got to suck down for a PBJ sandwich? You know sandwich? what I got turned on to? In- I said oh. water, not milk or anything else. I said water. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting with peanut butter and bread. Uh. So in my childhood, a lot of PB and J, so much PB and J, a lot of peanut butter and syrup. You ever do that one? The peanut Maybe. butter and honey, but as an adult, peanut butter and like we would do it in like a coffee mug, peanut butter and maple uh-huh. syrup, mix it all up into like a smooth mixture, spread that on a sandwich. So good. It wasn't until I got into college, you said it, that I got turned on to peanut butter and honey, and that that like took over my life for a while. Hmm. 
peanut peanut butter and honey. And if you get the right kind of white bread, it will kind of absorb the honey and like the bread will get a little bit of like a crunch to it from where like the honey like dries into the bread. I don't know how to describe it, but I want this popped in my head, but I've always I never asked anybody else ever since you know you know how, like now we have social media like we find out we share we shared the same childhood with a bunch of people like we thought we were the only ones that did certain things yeah you know some like the the fresh white bread you know like it's so fresh that the back's still steamy but it means it's also it's very porous so sometimes yeah. with the pb and j it would absorb the jelly oh yeah. so it looks bruised does yeah. that ever like turn you off make you like yeah that was the worst because like okay i would i i was i took my lunch to school as a kid i didn't eat in the cafeteria like i ate in the cafeteria but i didn't eat cafeteria food oh i had free lunches yes yeah see, i didn't i didn't have that <laughs> Um, before we do this podcast, the more sad my life is. Yeah, well, like I, I, I knew kids who had free lunch growing up. Like I knew about free lunch. We were, we were not. We were just like, we applied for it. We just got rejected. Like mm. we were free lunch adjacent. Like, oh, um, I love the I, I, the best people were the couple of friends. Oh, one I don't talk to anymore. He's fucking he chose drugs the other one's dead r.i.p got hit by an 18 wheeler but um the ones that like took adderall or like would never eat and oh, so they weren't right. hungry for lunch so you'd be like hey yo, get, go, get get, lunch go, and... go get your school lunch give it to me whenever whenever yeah. i'm done with this go get in line let me let me get it those are awesome people i did learn um as i got like older um my mom was an elementary school teacher still is to this day so when i was like older and like fifth like fifth grade my mom would have the lunch calendar and so i would start to strategically pick out days to eat in the cafeteria towards the end Mm -hmm. like pizza pocket day pizza day chicken nugget day other than that and like i said i bring my lunches i wasn't bringing like crazy school lunches i was bringing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a ziploc bag of potato chips Mm-hmm. And a Capri Sun, like it wasn't anything extravagant. Mm-hmm. Talking about, so yeah, like you get some Wonder Bread that like is just spongy. Yeah, that good shit. I'm and yeah, specifically you, Wonder Bread or some bougie brand because if it's great value or Hill Country box, Fair, that shit crusty, even if your fresh. Lunchbox shifts the wrong way, and your Capri Sun gets on top of your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Your that peanut butter and jelly sandwich could come out of that bag paper thin like that bread has lost all of its thickness and that that jelly side that white bread is purple now oh no how do you how do you feel about like crunchy peanut butter love that i i want to try it as an adult i want to try it as adult because i love peanuts i love crunchy i love peanut m&ms and as an adult now i think i'd like crunchy peanut butter Jade, uh, Jade refuses crunchy peanut butter, and it's it's a it's a blemish on our relationship. I will say, because <laughs> like, I I I will take down some PB and J's with crunchy peanut butter. You know what's good is PB and J, and then puts like some Doritos in the middle of it. 
See, I was gonna, I was literally in my head thinking like the, about like some like original lays, like that. I would. Oh, that too. Nacho cheese Doritos is a step too far. Is it? You think so? On or Cheetos? Day, the, it's the cheese. Try it. Don't, don't fuck I you. Don't no, 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 no. Cheese. Look, listen to me, Gooch. We're so so close to being. You, you, look, we're we're. What we what we just say? We're so close to being the same person. Do not knock it until you try it. Please. Sometime this week, I know you probably got peanut butter and jelly at home. Just slap one together. Even if it's a fold over, just layer a couple Doritos in the middle or Cheetos. It's fine. Talking for 30 minutes now about struggle meals. You want to know of all the things that I've done as an adult, where I finally was like, I made, like, I, I feel like I have escaped struggle meals. Well, like, to the point where, like, now if I have a struggle meal, it's like by choice, not by necessity. Mm-hmm. Of all the things I've done, I've, I've owned a house, I bought a new truck, I have a child, like, I go on vacations. The marker to me of escaping the struggle, I buy on Crustables now. I love that. The marker for me to know that I made it out the struggle was buying name brand. I'll see, I still won't do that. There's some things I will because it's worth it. Unless it's like vegetables or see, it's it's hard for me because we have H E B and a lot of their H E B brands is so good, it's better than a lot yeah. of name brands. Like I got, I got. But soda. other than that, like, there's some like sodas. Like, if I go, if I used to, used to to buy sodas, I'd buy name brand sodas. Yeah. Um, cereal, I'd buy name brand cereal. Bread, name brand. Oh, like it was like day. it's just it's like the stuff like that. I'm not talking about like, um, I don't know. I'm not like, just... Jade buys Cheerios. Like mm-hmm. Cheerio Cheerios. To this like for day, example, ketchup and mustard. The difference doesn't make there's no difference. Yeah, like great value. You'll never yeah. find ketchup in my fridge that's not great value. Exactly. That's that's what I meant. Like I'll still buy great value shit like that, but I'm talking like the shit or, that you can taste the difference, like soda, cereal, chips, yeah. well, stuff no, like that. Cereal. If you see cereal in my in my pantry, you'll know it's mine if it comes. You almost said fridge. Do you keep it? Do you keep it in your fridge? Bag. You almost said fridge. Fuck. No, fuck are I, you? No. I, I I saw the because. Well, and I know there's people, there's people, there's people that do that. Keep cereal in the fridge. I was, was going to roast you, but go ahead, oh, carry that's on. Crazy, but yeah, if you see cereal in my pantry, you'll know it's mine. If it's the cereal that comes in the massive resealable bag, not the box. I ain't buying no boxes. <laughs> yeah, I've, I I get me that. I can get twice as many knockoff Reese's puffs for half the price. I I get you that. I don't eat cereal enough now, so I could do that, but. Like crave buy the fuck out of it. Whenever I was like, I had money and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm buying this shit. I'm buying that shit. I'm buying this. Like, do it. Okay, it's. Oh wait, hold on. Before that, before we finally move on to sports, where we're, what we're here for, even though it's been an hour. Um, another struggle thing that I had a lot, and there's not a lot of things that I had as a struggle meal or a hyper fixated meal as a kid that I can't stand as an adult now. One of them bean and bacon soup. Never had that. Oh, that was like 
one of the only things I eat as a kid, and it was great because it was cheap. And then whenever like parents got divorced, we moved to Crockett, whatever. Didn't have that much money. Like it was cheap, so I kept we that was a struggle meal that we kept, oh. I kept eating along with like fish sticks. Love fish sticks. I I, I know you do. Right I know now. you do. I know. Oh. But bean and bacon soup was one of the biggest ones. I I ate it a lot. I, I probably kept Campbell's in business for that. So the I don't know if they still even carry it. And then now I can't stand them. Struggle items that I was like exposed to and like they were around when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Like I saw them. I know I tried them. I know people who ate them still even to this day. But the ones that I like put my foot down and I was like, I gotta draw the line somewhere. And this ain't for me. Vienna sausages. Uh, I yeah, yep. Repulsive. I draw a line there. Um and the canned beanie weenies. I yeah, I draw a line when it comes to beanie weenies, Vienna sauce, shit like of that nature, with the exception of spam. Love spam. Got love lot, spam. Gotta cook it. But gotta most, it. yes, of course. And who who the fuck wouldn't? Uh, people do it. I mean, only time I've ever like fucked with it raw was using it as bait. Other than that, I've I've, I've seen I've just... people open a can of spam, slice up that block, and plate it on a sandwich. That's disgusting. But no, a fried you gotta fry it sandwich hits with some white bread, egg with some and mayo with some cheese and egg is a fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I never done egg. I just do white bread, cheese, and mayo. That shit. That's I don't, I I can't do can't I can't do canned meat, tuna. Um, I don't like. I'm not a huge tuna person, anyways. But like tuna, um, tuna still to this day. Um, um, sardines. Like I, that's where Never I draw the line. Sardines. I had a boss that would do sardines. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. I, like, so here's my thing with sardines. It's the whole fish. Yeah, it's bones and all. Yeah, what are you doing with the bones? You eat it, but they're so because they're so small, like you can't really tell. You just crunch through the bones. Yeah, because they're so That's they're disgusting. super tiny. It's very disgusting. That's terrible. It is very terrible, and like, ugh, I still have. My mom loved loved them, but specifically like the mustard ones, and I'll I'll never forget like whatever. The you know when you first want to drive, like especially like for example, we had a we were in the country, so I wanted to start driving. My mom was like, "No, go drive the lawnmower around." And I was like, "All right, cool, I'll drive a fucking lawnmower around." So in order to do that, one day she was like, "You need to eat a sardine to do it," and I wanted to do it so bad, so I was like, "Fuck it," and I'll never forget retching my guts up because of how disgusting the thought of the bones and then how disgusting it tasted. Awful. My mom made me do that with an olive. Oh, I middle, hate olives. In the hate middle olives. of like a Chili's or an Applebee's. Somehow someone had an olive. I don't remember where this olive came from. Um, but another struggle mill that hits now is Hopping John. Sorry, before I had to say that before I forgot. They were talking my parents were like trying to get me this olive, and somehow they like forced me to eat this green olive. And like in the middle of chilies or wherever we were at i'm like trying to turn this olive and like loudly wretch to the point of like i'm like almost puking in the middle of this restaurant right in front of our waiter 
and like my parents just thought it was hilarious that I couldn't choke down this olive. Won't eat yeah. green olives to this day. Can stomach black olives, but not green. What is what did you say? Hopping John? Hopping John, yes. What is that? It's like I haven't made it in years. I didn't discover it until I worked at a restaurant that was about to shut down. But that's because the reason why we had it, because they were like about to, they couldn't afford to buy anything else. Yeah. And I liked it. It's just it was it's like rice, black eyed peas, and like I think there was some peppers in there too. Something similar to that. I'm not I'm, I think sausage too. I think there was sausage in it, like sausage and links. So okay, you won't know what this is. I'm pretty sure my grandma made it up. But this was the struggle meal for me that I like, the one that I actually got tired of to the point where I was like, I knew that it was a struggle and I didn't like it. And now that I'm no longer struggling, refuse to have anything to do with it. It was a basically a casserole that, as long as I can remember, as long as I've been alive, has been referred to in my family as hog slop. And supposedly my grandma made it up one day whenever her and my mom were broke. It's French cut green beans, canned. They're out of a Mm. can. Cream of mushroom soup. Ground beef. That's like you mix all that in a casserole dish. Pop it with au gratin potatoes. And then optional shredded cheese over the top of everything and bake it. It is just the the most hodgepodge. Cause like that's literally so the origin story, supposedly. I don't like Ruby casserole, that's why I'm making that face. That's just that just sounds like somebody was craving that last bite on their Thanksgiving plate. That's no, all it sounded like, like. It doesn't taste anything like green. Like I know that the French cut green beans and cream of mushroom would lead you to believe that. But it's not. It's just. It's not that. Like I don't know what it is. It's literally just like, one day my grandma had to feed my mom as a kid, and opened up the pantry and was just like, "This is what we're doing." And that became like another like, I mean, there were probably weeks that we had that twice a week, and mm. growing up, and it's not bad. I, I mean, I can. I just got sick of it. No, I can't see potential there. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I'm trying it's, to help. I don't like it. Um, are we done? Are we finally done with 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 anything that's not sports besides maybe I the cruise? We haven't even talked about your cruise. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, it was. We, good. It was. We, anything special happen? No, I mean, like we didn't do anything crazy. So, like, it was for for Gwen's first birthday. It's like all of our port stops. We just went to the beach, shopped. We were, like, in the cabin, in bed by 7 o'clock every night because that's Gwen's bedtime. I feel like you're leaving out a pretty big detail right now. Um, I read two books. Was it, was it Smut? No, Jade's was. Imagine going I, on a cruise to read a book. Oh, I bought <laughs> – they were good books. Um, So I bought myself a couple new books to read. I, I knew we were going to be spending a lot of time in the cabin because of Gwen's sleep schedule. Oh, that's uh, true. And I was like, I'll buy Jade a couple new books too, because I knew she hadn't really been reading much lately. Uh, so, 
you know this. I reached out to a fellow Hog Squad member and listener, Christian, whose girlfriend Katie and Jade have a lot of similar reading interests. And I was like, hey, I'm trying to buy a book for this cruise. Throw me some recommendations. She threw me some recommendations. I bought two of them. She was like, ooh, those are both like 10 out of 10s. One of them is spicy. One of them's not. So, of course, what does Jade do? Reads the spicy one first. This book was vile. This book was foul. Like, I would, so, uh, the books that I read were, one of them was a new book. It's a nonfiction book about the whole, like, it's the whole history and timeline of the feud between the PGA Tour and Live Golf. Fascinating. The other book was a fictional book. It was um, The Haunting of Hill House. It's the book that the Netflix show was based off of. Very good. Different, but good. Mm -hmm. So that's what I read. So I'd be in the middle of reading that. So, like, I'm in the middle of reading, like, a detailed history of how, like, um, the Saudis started the private investment fund and made all their money and bought out certain organizations to take over golf. I look over for a split second. Every time I looked over at this book Jade was reading, the foulest, most graphically explicit, vile things you can imagine are the first things I see on the page. Not to the point where I'm like reading over her shoulder to be like, what you got going on over there? No, like I just like glance at her and just see... Take it in the pussy. <laughs> Come for me. Like, Jesus. what is happening? And meanwhile, men are like, how to invest money better places. How to live a less stressed life. Yeah, and then like, women are just like, for real. The way John grabbed me by the shoulder and pushed me down the the no, couch and no. thrusted it inside no, of my pussy. Like, that, 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 I'm just saying, that. like, it's, it's I would have preferred that. And then, like, the worst part about it is, like, I'm seeing all this. And, like, I know this book is filth. Jade gets, like, halfway done with it. And, like, we're, like, getting up to go somewhere. She's like, this new book is so good. This book is amazing. I love this book. And I'm like, you need to go to church. So, Katie, thanks for that. Uh, Mm. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, back to the cruise. Yeah, uh. It was good. I mean, the beaches were cool. Loved Key West. Um, it was Key West, Freeport, Bahamas, Nassau, Bahamas, and then an island in the Bahamas called Half Moon Cay, which is part of the Bahamas, but is an uninhabited island that I think is technically, I don't know if it's owned by Carnival, but it's uninhabited, but Carnival has built like their own little mini port there, and like it's just like a beach, and then like they mm-hmm. built like some bars and gift shops and snack shacks and stuff. It was cool. Uh, but yeah, while we were there, um, like, like there's no facility. There's a gift shop. There's a couple bars. There's a big dining pavilion. And by the gift shop, there's one little rinky-dink-ass first aid hut. That's the only man-made structures on this island. So while we were at this island, 
somebody had a heart attack on the beach and as a result perished perished so we went to the dining pavilion for lunch ate lunch come back to our spot on the beach as we're putting all of our stuff back down i noticed like a lifeguard take off running oh that's weird but i don't see any like, i don't see anybody in the water or anything anything really happening a little bit like a couple seconds later i see another lifeguard running in the opposite direction so like, that's weird oh and then i see like a couple of carnival staff members who weren't lifeguards running in various directions so i'm like okay what's happening by the time i look over where the lifeguard ran to and where one of the carnival ran to and there's a crowd beginning to form and i'm like oh this is a fight i'm like fuck yeah because i can see through the crowd i can see like a lady like bent over like moving stuff like like moving stuff out of the like doing something and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. she's, trying, she's trying to break up this fight. Hell yeah. So I'm like not going and getting in the crowd, but I'm just kind of like trying to get a better angle until I get an angle to where I see through the crowd a lifeguard on the ground doing chest compressions. And like the mood instantly changed. I was like, because uh, James was like, what is it? Like, I think it's a fight. I think I think there's a lady trying to break up a fight. Then I was like, oh, no, this guy's doing CPR. I think someone's dying. <laughs> and so we kind of stand there and I like debate on like moving in a little closer and I kind of stand there and watch for a little bit and I was like ah, I mean like what like, no one was like screaming or like other than like the people running around like nobody was making like a massive like panic or commotion there was a lot of people standing around in a circle and there was a lifeguard doing CPR in the middle and that was like mostly it so we were like, all right, well, we'll leave him alone and let him do his business. We get Gwen back in her little floaty and go out into the beach and go back to swimming. Sit out there for 15 minutes at least. Finally, all right, the water's getting kind of cold. We're about done, so let's head back in. So we get up, walk back up there. Crowd's still up there. People still coming and going every which way um so we pack up all our stuff get Gwen all situated and changed and whatnot i look over and at this point we're somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes from the time that we got back to the beach i look back over lifeguard is still doing chest compressions and i told jade and i was like that's not like this guy in the moment, I was like, I don't want to say that, like, this guy's dead, but, like, this guy's odds are not good. And so and I told you, like, we need to go and, like, head back to the ship before, like, before we have to become, like, witnesses. So we go, and, of course, like, 300 people on this beach all saw this happen. Mm-hmm. So everyone, like, it's in the air. You know what I mean? Like, you can feel it. People are murmuring. Rumors are being spread. We get back on the boat. I'm already hearing rumors that the guy died. I was like, I don't think so, because they were still not working. Is he going to die? Probably. But but at the time, you're like, he's not going to die. Like, 
is he like he's gonna die like for real on this cruise? Well, so then I get we get back, put Gwen down for a nap. Uh, I go. I wanted to go to like one of the shops and look at something as I'm down there. Like I'm gonna stop at the bar and get a drink for me and Jade and take it back to the room. As I'm waiting at the bar on my drink, I hear people talking about it. So I'm like, "What? What ended up happening?" And uh, the lady's like, "He uh, like he died." And they're like, "Yeah, he passed away." I was like, "I figured." So yeah, the story roughly: he had a heart attack. Apparently, he collapsed in the water, but mm-hmm. like kind of caught himself. Someone helped him. He got back up. Was trying to like make his way back onto land. Collapsed again. This time, like for good, went under. His wife, he was an older, not super old, he was probably 50s, early 60s, went under. His wife couldn't get him up. So I don't know how long he was under for, but apparently what happened, the lifeguards go in, get him underwater, drag his lifeless body up onto the beach and start and do chest compressions for over 30 minutes. Jesus. And he was declared dead on the scene. And then, so, th- like, this was at, like, 1 o'clock. It is now, like, we're on the ship. It's almost 6 o'clock. Like, we're about, we're getting ready to go to dinner. We're, like, walking to dinner. And I'm telling Jade, like, they have to address this. And Jade was like, why would they do that? And I was like, you, like, you've been on Carnival. Like, their whole thing is fun. They're the fun ship. Everything they do is tagged with like fun. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we still had three days left on this cruise. I was like, we cannot go through this. Everyone knows someone died. We can't just not address it and just like, right. we're all just going to keep having fun. I was like, imagine how like dystopian and like just nightmarish it would be like we're all rumoring and like murmuring and whispering about this guy that we watched die we -hmm. watched it happen and then in the middle of me and you sitting here talking about this dead guy tyler the cruise director comes over the pa system join us in the theater tonight for 80s night what was the name of the cruise y'all went on the ship yeah the dream the dream title. What was the oh TJ was ours. Never mind. But yeah. Uh have you have you had TJ? No. He's he's great. Um as me and Jade are talking about this, the captain comes over and makes the announcement. Nothing crazy, just this is your captain speaking. Unfortunately, today all we reported at Half Moon K, um, one of our passengers that was uh that went off the ship on to the island had a medical emergency and unfortunately as a result passed away we're currently going through the process of like we're going through the appropriate processes and procedures with the bahamian authorities we'll be slightly delayed in leaving port but it will not affect our arrival to nassau tomorrow and then, like, that's it. And, like, that's what you like. That's all that had to be said. But you just, you couldn't not address it. 
Like the idea right. that they would have just not addressed it and just kept on going was like wild to me. Mm. But yeah, so that was like the big thing that happened. Um, but yeah, uh, anyways, let's knock out some NFL. Um, while I we while I was gone, I won two weeks worth of winter booze. If you listen to Hunter's solo episode, you heard him pay up bro i thought i was gonna throw up like that was the worst because i hadn't eaten all day i I didn't record that till like four o'clock in the afternoon and i didn't eat all day and have not been updated no they haven't the last two weeks i haven't i was slacking on those nine three and one plus what did i go this past week I, i went cold i won by one but i won i won winter boozes we've got a record of one two three four five six one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six, seven, and one. I'm not counting Thursday night football because you didn't put a pick in. No, I was. I would. I would have picked the. Uh, I would have got it wrong anyway. So count it. But six plus nine. That's fifteen. That's on me. So what? One oh seven. One oh seven, three and seven is ten. Eighty six, and we had two pushes in the past two weeks. Eight. You want me to calculate yours too? Um, you while you're doing it, sure. So you why lost not? nine by one. What was I? Six, seven, and one. So that means you were five, eight, and one. Is that right? Uh, let me look at the. No, you'd have been. I was five, seven, and one. I was five. I was six, seven, and one. No, you're what the week that, one, not the solo two, pod. Three last week. Yeah, last week you were nine, three, and one. No. The oh, this last week. One, two. Oh, the three, most current week. I didn't count four, that one. Sorry. One, five, two, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, you were five, eight, and one. Yeah. Five, seven, and one, and five, eight, and one. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you talked. I went so, five, seven. Damn, I back to back five win weeks. Nine. I'm trash. How do we keep getting pushes? That's what I want to know. Six. And you are back below 500. At 95, 96, and 8. All right. We got to go somewhat quick. I'll start with highs and lows. Uh, My lows... Step on Hunter's a little bit. My lows is the AFC South because if you were in, so the Titans kind of messed this up. I stepped on it, but other than the Titans who pulled off a miraculous Monday Night Football win, thanks to Tyreek Hill messing up his ankle. Um, other than them, if you were an AFC South team that played football this weekend, not only did you lose, you got blown out. Jags smacked by the Browns and Joe Flacco. Um, 
Texans dismantled by the Jets. Colts, uh, who did the Colts get railed by? Cincinnati? Jake Browning. Yes. So you have Texans in your lows too, so I'm just going to go ahead and break this whole thing down. I didn't watch the game, obviously. Uh, I didn't realize the final score was 30 to 6. It was 0 to 0 at halftime. Mm-hmm. You guys it was, ra- it was raining. Two quarters of football. Yeah, no, it was raining like a motherfucker the first half. Second half, I don't know what the fuck happened. At least right. defensively. I don't know I what the fuck. Today, that it, I just thought y'all just got wrecked. When I saw today that it was zero zero halftime, I was like, I could, I had to go like, look at the box score and like see like what actually happened. Yeah, um, Nico got hurt early in the first, so we were without our top three pass catchers. I mean, we were without Nico, Tank, Schultz, um, Stroud got knocked out in the fourth, third or fourth, I can't remember. I, I turned the game off. I went, it's late. I was like, I'm done. I'm done watching this. Um, my other low is the Chargers because in the in the time that I've been gone, the Chargers beat the Patriots in a horrifically ugly six zero snooze fest. So six zero against the Patriots, and got throttled by the uh. Broncos like thirty four to seven, mm-hmm. terrible. Brandon Staley's got to go. He's got to go. There's there's no yeah. chance he keeps his job, right? Like, I don't think so. I don't. They should just go ahead and fire him now. I don't know. I think they're waiting until the end of the season. I think he's gonna be one of those where it's like the day after the season ends, you're gonna get that like that that Monday. What is it called? Black Monday. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be a Black Monday candidate easily. I and I think he'll be like the first one. Like, we ought to I next think, week. We ought to, we ought to do some guessing on who's gonna be. I think he'll be like eight oh one a.m. Black Monday. Brandon Staley. I don't think they were gonna wait that that soon. I think they'll do it like that night, after, maybe, Sunday night. Maybe. I feel like after like, the game is over, after they'll the be like, all right, like, part ways. They're gonna be in the locker room. GM's gonna be like, hey, come out here real quick. Staley's gonna step out of the locker room. Like, you know what we're doing here, right? Old Yeller's ass. Staley's probably already got his stuff packed up. Like, he, he knows. If Staley's smart, he's already started packing his belongings. No, good thing he's not smart. Obviously right. not. Look what the fuck's been going on there. Um, you want to do finish lows before we go? I mean, it was just the loud. Just the lows is probably. I mean, I'm. I feel spoiled already because of no of how Stroud's been playing. As a rookie, so now I'm just like, oh man, his MVP campaign's probably done now. As a oh, rookie, I'm sitting speaking here bummed of about that MVP campaigns. I put this in the notes last week while I was gone. Um, it's changed since then, but Brock Purdy was the favorite to win MVP for a period yeah. of time. Uh, Dak has now overtaken him, but Brock Purdy is still second. Brock Purdy is second in odds to Dak to win the MVP award, which, like, just, I feel like Loki Tyreek. Just name it QB of the year at that point. Yeah, like, and I love Brock. You don't have to go back very far in this podcast to hear me rave about Brock Purdy. 
I mean, it's not it's not bad. Like, look at baseball. They have the Cy Young and MVP. But he's not. The they don't MVP, have just MVP. Like, that's crazy. They should like, have offensive player of the year award and. I'm saying like quarterback of the year. I I think there should be a quarterback of the year award. I don't think there should be an MVP. Period. I mean, no. I think there should still be an MVP. Do you think so? Even. Or do you think they should just add QB of the year? Because what happens if a QB wins? Well, like you just said, in baseball, they have MVP, they have Cy Young, they have Silver Slugger, and they have Gold Glove. That's true. I didn't think of it like that broad. Yeah, like, but I mean, with, now we have. Well, now we have offensive, defensive, and then MVP. I guess so. I mean, we have comeback play of the year, but just rookie like said, of the year. And I don't. This isn't biased at all because I love Brock Purdy. But the idea that he's the MVP is crazy. Um. Now, like I said, I wrote most of these notes last week before Dak passed him, but as I was going through this, the idea that a Mr. Irrelevant draft pick would win the MVP award is kind of cool and crazy to me. That would be pretty awesome. Like, last overall pick in the draft. Two two years later? Three years later. Wins the MVP award. Um, Alright. Highs. Uh, both of my somewhat bandwagons, if you want to call them that, are back on track. Love season is back in full swing. Um, they did lose to the Giants last night, and he played pretty piss poor. Uh, but before that, he was playing real good football. Beat the Chiefs. Cost me a lot of money. Um, is that why? Just because they beat the Chiefs? Is that all? Bro, I'm done with the no, Packers. Like, I keep trying to, before, like... No, because, like I said, so I put this I, in the I dock. I can't. I put this in the dock before... Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Because because if you went back the last two weeks, he had very good outings. Like, he played a pretty good game on Thanksgiving. Then he played a really good game against somebody, and they won convincingly. And then he played a really good game and beat the Chiefs. <laughs> and then I typed in love season in the dock. And then he lost to Tommy DeVito because the Gooch curse is still alive and well. Not going to lie. I kind of like the whole like Tommy DeVito meme thing. The oh, whole yeah. Italian mobster shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm eating it up, honestly. Um, has he been, has he, is he even playing good? I, haven't pay, I paid zero attention to him. He's playing good for what he is. For circumstances. Yeah, he's third string. Oh, yeah. And Terod I, Taylor's second string. There, there are New York fans saying that, like, there are some New York fans saying they don't want Danny Jones back. There are other slightly more realistic New York fans saying that they want a QB competition in camp next year between him and Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. I saw a pic of me today. I was making fun of the agent because he saw the agent. Oh, he's yes. a meme now, too. He's on the phone and it said he was talking to, um, I forgot the name of the owner, but he said, give me 50 million right now or I let Daniel Jones walk. Which didn't make sense to me because he's not Daniel Jones' agent. See, 
I took it as walking as in like he's gonna walk back onto the field and play football again for the New York Giants. See, I didn't I think like I think he like he like he's gonna I think see, he I, said let I took walk. it I took it as in like a mafia thing. It's like, hey, yo, like if you don't give me fifty million, like I'm gonna let Daniel Jones come back this season. Maybe I don't know. That's what I took it as. I guess uh, I'm just could be. I don't know. My other high uh, is this was like the origin of the Gooch curse. I come on here and said that Dallas is like legitimately good for the first time in my lifetime. And then they lost and to like, AZ. Uh, they lost to Arizona. They got throttled by the Niners. Well, Dallas isn't favored next week. So, but so here I am, a man, once again saying that Dallas appears to be back. Dallas, hey, we'll test you. Dallas is it's, back it's, on track. They they overcame the Gooch curse. Dak is finally earning his contract, and. Dallas looks like one of the teams to beat in the NFL. Like they're better than the Eagles. I'm ready to stand here and say they're better than the Eagles. The only team that I don't know that I could look someone in the eye and say Dallas is better is the Niners. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's where I stand on Dallas. We'll see how the Gooch curse reacts to that, which caught another body. I forgot to do it a couple weeks ago before I went on the cruise, but I did do a Gooch curse last week while I was on the cruise, and that was KC. I thought KC was going to have their way with Green Bay, and they lost. So Gooch curse moves to 2-5. and five. Hunter tried to say the Gooch curse was over. It clearly is not. When hell, hold on, time. I want to see see something real quick though. Um, were you saying like in the NFL period, like only the Niners probably match up with the Cowboys, or are you saying NFC? No, I'm saying the only team that you could match up with the Cowboys right now to where I wouldn't like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are you saying all of NFL or NFC? In the NFL, okay, Ravens. So that's the only that's so. I would pick the Cowboys. That's Why? that one. I could see myself being wrong. I almost brought that up, but I was like, it's a weird gray area. But like, I feel like Ravens have the better defense. I think the Ravens are the best team in the, the only. The only thing I feel like they lack a tight end because of Mark Andrews I being out the for the year. Go to the Super Bowl. I think I, I can't even say that they lack wide receiver because OBJ's had his fucking resurgence all of a sudden. Zay Flowers has been playing well. Zay Flowers has been nice. Uh, no, and I he's... like the Ravens, but I think Dallas is like really like that. I don't know. I'm my closet Ravens guy this year, and no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to Houston. Houston already got their ass kicked by the by week one by the Ravens. I'm good. I'm I, happy. I've said I said on this podcast that I think like that the Ravens are like the team in the AFC. I'm really happy to see. I think Monday night's gonna be or Sunday night's gonna be a good game with the Ravens and Jags. I think it's gonna be a fun game to watch. Yeah, like, like I, the Jags are, the Jags are so up and down, man. Like, I that game scares me. Is like I feel like I feel like the Jags are gonna underperform, and it's not gonna be a good game. All right. Know. Anyways, uh, you want to hit your high, and then let's make some. Picks. Oh shit, I forgot. So yeah, um, my high, kind of simple. AFC North, I mean, that 
whole division could possibly make the playoffs if the Pitts, if the Steelers decide to play football again offensively. I put so much money on them against the Patriots. I could not believe that. I was pissed. I bet I bet Steelers against the spread and the under. Which mm-hmm. the under was crazy. The under was twenty seven and a half. The under has only uh, lost twice this season. For the Patriots? For, I think, well, so Thursday Night Football. I was like, our offense, absolutely trash. Steelers defense, really good. Our mm-hmm. defense, the best part of our whole team. Steelers offense. And this is, I, I knew when I put the bet, this was coming off of that miraculous 400-yard game after they fired Canada. But I was like, yeah, but. Pickett's Not out. to mention, they're Patriots only had three wide receivers healthy. Yeah, they're starting Trubisky against our defense, who just bottled up Herbert. I was like, "Give me the spread and give me the under," and I put like twenty on each. It was like a combined forty to pay a combined seventy-two. Oh yeah, because it was a sports book on the casino. Yes, both bets. Well, I mean, technically the spread didn't lose, but like it was gonna it was the spread was doomed and the under was busted at halftime. It was twenty one ten at halftime. Man. I was I was in shambles. Yeah, that was my I bet the under on the Chargers game. The under on the Chargers Patriots Thursday night or Sunday game was thirty and a half. There were six points scored. Um Mm-hmm. I only put 10 on that. I put 10 on that one and 10 on a five team. I didn't like any of the spreads, so I took a bunch of favorites, like teams that were like money line favorite, like minus 200 or more, and put all those big favorites into a five-leg parlay that was like 10 bucks to win 42, I think. I think it was plus 425. Everything hit except for the Steelers-Cardinals. Steelers, mm-hmm. Steelers ruined me twice. But yeah, so I took the winnings from my Patriots under bet against the Chargers, put that whole all those winnings on KC minus five and a half against the Packers. Lost. I I got my ass handed to me gambling on the cruise. Mm. All right. Uh, Anyways, uh, my high because after yeah. you. Just totally commandeered my high. Boy, I uh, <laughs> they are good. And, uh, and I just see the whole AFC North making the playoffs. And I'm just really like, specifically, I had to type first. I deleted it and put AFC North. Joe Flacco. Like, I'm liking the Cinderella run that he has. And I saw, I was watching this little post game interview from today, like while he's still on the field or whatever. And, and he was just talking about how great it is. Like, you really forget to appreciate what you have here. And now that I'm back here and winning, like playing a football, being able to have fun and play a football game like this and win, like it's incredible. And it was like I'm here for the Cinderella run for him in the AFC North of all of all divisions. Uh, all right, that's highs and lows. Yeah, that's, that's what... NFL talk. We're on to winter booze. Hunter still owes me two shots. Bro, I'll package them up next week. I'm not. It's it's nine thirty seven. I'm gonna. Order, I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, gonna package him up. No, I just <laughs> don't feel like doing this. All right. Uh, a I don't feel like almost throwing up before I go eat dinner. 
Thursday night matchup that I don't want to watch at all. Chargers at Raiders. Raiders are favored by three with no Josh Jacobs. Am I right? I have no idea on that. If so, I'm glad that I'm on a bye week right now. I'm I'm gonna take that. This feels so wrong to do, but the Raiders just lost three to zero against the Vikings. That game was zero to zero with a minute left when the Vikings kicked a go ahead field goal in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I'm taking LAC, LAC, and also I'm taking the Chargers. Um, main reason I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on this is who's the backup quarterback there? Chargers? Yeah. No clue. He went to school with their rookie wide receiver. Max Duggan? Correct. Is her oh Herbert's hurt. He's out for the year. Really? What happened? Uh finger surgery. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, Herbert's out for the year. That. that makes this matchup a little more intriguing to me. So we're gonna get the Duggan Johnston connection again. I'm not, I'm, and I'm I really sad that I so subtle brag. I'm in five fantasy leagues. Three of them have a first round bye. The other two, I'm not in the playoffs. Matter of fact, I'm 10th and 11th seed. I'm in six leagues, and I only missed the playoffs in two. Every playoffs I've made, I've the one seed or two seed. Like, I love it. Happy. But those three, I have Quentin Johnston. So, like, I'm happy, or I could probably get him off waivers. I'm probably going to go ahead and do that now. The, so hopefully Duggan and Johnston connect their fucking chemistry again and throw that shit on the field. Yeah, I'm and I could use that shit up. in the playoffs. As a matter of fact, I'm doing that right now while I'm thinking about it. I have to fire up Clinton Johnston in Dynasty League. Uh, while you do that, um, on to Sunday, Vikings go to Cincy. Bengals are favored by three and a half. I believe Nick Mullins is starting for the Vikings. So... Really? I will be, what happened to Dobbs? I don't know. Like I said, I was driving back from Galveston all day Sunday, so I didn't get to see any football except for Sunday night. I was also doing a bunch of driving and stuff on Sunday as well. So I'm I missed it. Jake Browning and the Bengals. I am as well. I feel like that's an easy pick. Jake right. Browning's been hot. I'm sure. Did Did you hear a couple of my dumbass hot takes that I kind of like low key like from last week? Like no, one of them was just the fucking Burrow trade bur- trade burrow and just ride with Browning. I mean, Browning led the nation as a high school fucking quarterback. I believe set records. We're a long way from. North I mean, Dakota true. High school. I mean, true. Fair enough. But he's also been playing good for like two games. Now, like now, let's see him down the stretch. Before, like, I'm not, I'm not ruling. Did he out. not just beat two teams that were over 500? Burrow is proving to be very injury prone. He just beat yeah. two teams. I'm, one I'm, had. I'm not, I'm not ruling it out. I, I want to see it down the stretch before I make a decision. Yeah, one had eight wins. One had seven wins. Like he beat, he beat both of them. All right, uh, Steelers, Colts, Minshew's been playing well. However, Jonathan Taylor is doubtful. 
Yeah, Dottie's coming back. Um, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I feel like they're gonna have a bounce back game after that. They have extra time to prepare for this. Pickett's done for the year, right? Uh, I think so. I'm gonna take Indy. I I don't like Trubisky. I've made it very clear on here that how I feel about Mitch Trubisky. Okay, Broncos Lions. Lions are so hot and cold. I've, I I'm gonna take Denver. This I've, is a good game. I'm kind of looking forward to honestly. Denver's been hot. Broncos have been cold. Five is a lot of points to give the Broncos right now. I feel like. And I feel like they'll at least keep it close. Oh, I forgot to mention, um, the previous two games and this one are on Saturday. Oh. Yeah. That is interesting. Um, I think I'm going to take Denver here. Honestly, I mean, their defensive has remembered how to play again. Um, Kind of like you said, Detroit's been so hot and cold. I don't know if they're legit. I hope they're legit. I want them to be legit. But I need them to prove and win consistently and not go out and lose against Chicago. Um, Who else was it? I think they almost lost to Detroit, if not. I mean, I mean, New Orleans. Or did they? Who? The Lions. They didn't. I don't remember them playing New Orleans. It was what you're on the cruise. I want to say they were up 21 nothing and let them come back and barely won, if not lost. Oh, yeah, that was the Lions. Yeah, a matter of fact, hold say... on. Oh. All right. Oh, that was two weeks ago. Never mind. Sorry. Divisional matchup. Houston goes to Nashville to play the Titans. Titans, Will Levis, two and a half point favorites. Is Stroud playing? No. Stroud's. Is Nico playing? Don't know. Probably not. Um, Our best linebacker, Blake Cashman, is out. One of our best, our third best corner. Tavier Thomas, who's, who's been playing lights out. He is out. Tennessee is also wearing the Oilers throwbacks. So I get to watch oh, yeah, all of the... these players. This kind of makes it a little bit, makes me feel a little bit better that like we're, I could chop this up as an L because we're, I'm missing Stroud. Yeah. So I'm like, we're missing Stroud. We possibly, I think Dalton Schultz might be back though. But I mean, if not, if Schultz is back, we'd still be missing Nico and Tank. It is like, a shame that like the, the pettiness bowl. We don't get to see it full strength. Hopefully next year with new unis. What if what if Houston had uh like hosted Tennessee next year? We had like our like H Town Blue Unis, you know, chose a word against them. Are they gonna let y'all do it? I mean, we have our own blue. Like it doesn't have to be a say so to them. I mean, there's H Town Blue besides their Columbia Blue. Oh, what's H Town Blue? It's um. Like what you've aged you or like Houston sells merch with it already. Like well, the um, not you I said kind of yes, I know. Assist. Go look. It's some merch that it's like hoodies and shit that they sell. Okay. I don't know how to, how to describe it. But all right. Uh Bears, Browns, Browns minus three. Um, Bears, Browns, give me the Browns, Joe Flacco, Cinderella story. He does seem to be playing well. 
I'm looking something up for a second. Hold on. What was it? Oh, I forgot what I was looking up. I remember you said it. It was something to do with. Um, Let me share my screen. Man. It started off, I forgot, it started off with the Rockets, and then the Texans adopted it. there so that's where it started i forgot it started with the rockets and then this is the merch the texans started doing with it i, I believe andre johnson helped inspired that they helped with that merch oh yeah we still we brought this merch last year or the year before and i there's like yeah because there's petrie in it um yeah andre johnson helped do it team shot and shit so i think it's gonna be it's gonna have that included in it because i mean if i feel like if that's a nfl license material that they're and they're selling it for years hasn't been pulled yet then why can't they put it in the jerseys yeah um you picked browns yeah i'm going back sorry bucks packers does jordan love bounce back i'm going bucks fuck the packers I'm off the Packers at three bets <clears throat> for like almost, I think I told up like 200 bucks roughly, if not just shy of it. I'm every every leg won except for anything that touched anything that had to do with the Packers player. And only, only losing legs were all Packers. I'm going to give the Packers one more chance. All right. Jets, Dolphins. Dolphins are only minus eight and a half. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Uh, I feel like last week was a fluke, and the Jets, like... Yeah, I think it's a perfect storm. If, if, if the results from week 14 didn't happen, meaning the Dolphins didn't lose with the Titans like that, and the and Jets didn't blow, the out, the didn't blow out the Texans, I would have I would have taken the Jets. Yeah, but I think the Jets sure. are going to come in too high, and the Dolphins are going to come in salty. And that's now, just a recipe for disaster for New York, in my opinion. I'm very tempted in this next game to take New England and the points. Because I'm, I'm not. We have only allowed, like, the Steelers put up, I think, 18 on us. That was the first time in, like, over a month that we've allowed more than, like, 10 points. Okay. So, I mean... I mean, I that is, that is true because now that I think about it, like, theoretically, it's, based it's, on our defense recently, theoretically, uh, if we score at all, we should cover. However, Mahomes is pissed. That's what that was my reason to begin with. So I think but... I'm going to take KC on the chance that. You gotta bet. You can't. It's hard for me to bet against Bill Belichick, man. I mean, it's a genius defensively. When people were dogging on Mahomes for the tirade that he went on after the game against the Bills, I kind of understood it. I didn't give him a pass necessarily, but like the the great players are like psychotic. Mm Hmm. 
Like they can't stomach losing like that. And like they internalize it in like weird psychotic ways. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm just pressing and listening. Just leave okay. me alone. Yeah. Anyway, thank Casey. Cause I think Pat Mahomes is going to go on like some weird psychotic revenge rampage and take it all out on the Patriots. That's exactly what I was going to do. And now that you have the same mindset, like I don't even see to try to fucking flip you back to any. That's why I deleted KC from typing it earlier. I thought that like, I heard you kind of leaning towards any. I was like, fuck it. I'll let you go to England. I don't give a fuck. I was going to push you towards it in, but uh, your mind's made up. You fucking know you asshole. No, I really, like, I really did make that like decision in real time. Cause like nine and a half with our defense and the way our games have been going does tempt me. All right. Giants, Saints. Saints are six-point favorites against a Giants team that is showing signs of life. I'm going to... This feels real dangerous, but I really kind of want to take the Giants. I mean... Tommy's him. I'm I'm, going to ride with the Italians. We're going to ride with the Tommy Cutlets. We're going to New Orleans. Oh, well... They've been pissing me off a lot lately. Fair has enough. has the Giants been covering? Couldn't tell you. I mean, they covered against Green they Bay. Covered against the Commanders. That was a few weeks ago. Um, were the Giants off week thirteen? Yeah, they're off week thirteen, week fourteen. I don't know if they covered against New England or not. How was Giants Patriots? Were were we favored? Um. Yes. Then they covered because I'm pretty sure we lost. Uh, I'm with you. All right. Uh, Falcons, Panthers. Panthers are only three point underdogs, so I will be taking the Falcons. Why are they only three points? I don't know. We Is there something I don't know? Home divisional matchup? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm All going right. Atlanta. Commanders, Rams. Rams are six and a half point favorites here. That's a lot of points. Um. Didn't the Rams almost just knock off the Ravens? Give me the Rams. That's true. That's a good point. I'll take the Rams. Uh, I'm not supposed to be giving you good points. I got to chill. Niners, Cardinals. Niners are favored by 13 and a half on the road. Don't overthink it. Give me the Niners. Best team in football. I'm not overthinking it. I don't know. Ah! I take that back. I'm, a, I'm taking AC. You're overthinking it. All right. Dallas. On the road against Buffalo, Dallas is not favored. Dallas is plus two and a half. You give me Dallas and you're going to give me points, I'm going to take it all day. I'm taking Buffalo. You walk into the locker room right now, you see a fucking picture of the Twin Towers on one okay. fucking on one tower. I it's forgot. Dak. On the other one, it's me. Micah. Where is this coming from? I forgot the stem of it, but it's funny as fuck. What? Where is the Bills 9-11 stuff coming from? Uh, I say Micah, but I it's something it? about, I think something, it was something about 
there's rumors of McDermott used like 9-11 to motivate yeah, the hold team. on yeah I, I, let me just look it up because i want the correct meaning behind because it. i've been seeing this all over the internet i made a point to remember to ask you to explain it to me on the pod mcdermott because i have no clue how this started i just have been seeing these like nine hour photos popping up on twitter 11 meme um Okay, according to multiple people who shared info with football writer Tyler Dunn, Bills head coach Sean McDermott once spoke at a team meeting in 2019 and credited the 9-11 terrorists for being organized and having effective tactics. That's where it came from. That's hilarious. A little deeper. It says, began innocently enough, the passage shared by Pro Football Talk he told the entire team they needed to come together. But then, sources on hand say, he used a strange model, the terrorists on 9-11. He cited the hijackers as a group of people who were all able to get on the same page to orchestrate attacks to perfection. So, one by one, McDermott started asking specific players in the room questions. What tactics do you think they used to come together? A young player tried to methodically answer. What do you think their biggest obstacle was? A veteran answered, TSA which mercifully lightened the mood. So here's the funny thing. It's like this 2019, that would, that's like. That's pre-COVID, first off. Well, it's pre-COVID. I think it's pre-Josh Allen. It's either pre-Josh Allen or right at the beginning of Josh Allen. That's like right on that weird fringe, like Nathan Peterman, Tyrod Taylor, that's the tr- Josh Allen timeline. <laughs> and also, he's talking about like, how did they come together? What methods did they use to like solidify themselves together as a unit? It's given like I can just imagine like because you remember like Josh Allen's first couple years in the league were not what Josh Allen is now. Mm-hmm. Like um, we were convinced were t- in 2019 they were ten and six and lost the playoffs against the Texans. So like like so it was Josh Allen was good. It was. Okay, so this is like probably probably the first year of Josh Allen being good. Then I would yeah. Imagine. So like, Josh Allen's finally starting to put the pieces together. They're trying to put it all together as a team. He's trying to make this analogy, you know. And like, I'm sure they they probably had a little slip, a little stumble. Josh Allen probably threw some interceptions, cost them a game. Uh, so you know what it's giving me the vibes of. Mm. Um that billionaire guy for that one company. Tony Stark built it in a cave with scraps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, what's his name? It's a weird name. It's a weird name. You know the quote, though. Yeah. Uh, That's, like, what it's making me think of. Like, he's comparing how they're going to come together with how how did Al-Qaeda come together? Yeah, exactly. Cave with walkie-talkies, like. We're an NFL franchise. We can do this. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. And there was there was a bunch of so turn bring it all around, full circle. They're gonna walk into the locker room to a poster of fucking twin towers. On one it's gonna be Dak, and on one it's gonna be CD. It's gonna be like, hey, fucking stop this now. That's gonna be the whole thing theme for the defense. Like that's it, like, hey, you 
y'all are going to be the Al Qaeda to my 9-11 this Sunday. All right. That's, that's the whole thing. Give me Buffalo. Um, all right. Sunday Night Football, Ravens, Jags. I'm hammering Ravens. Yeah, Jags are favored. I get Ravens and points. Hammer. Let me double check and make sure Jags are favored, and that wasn't just me fucking up earlier. I but I'm pretty sure that they are. And? Um, Wall Hunter does that, last but not least. Monday Night Football, Eagles get two primetime games in a row. Eagles go to uh, Seattle. No, Baltimore's favored. Sorry. I'm still going to take it. That was one of the ones I goofed earlier. Baltimore is minus three and a half, not plus three and a half. I will still take Baltimore to cover that. I just said Baltimore is the team to beat in the AFC, and the Jags are too hot and cold for me. Calvin really don't know what the hell's going on out there. Christian Kirk's out for the year. The defense can't decide week to week if they're good or not. Mm-hmm. Jags fans tried to set my house on fire after week one when I said that I thought the defense was going to be a cause for – that's all, all I said. I like I bring this up once again. After week one, I said that the Jags won an ugly football game and the defense will be a cause for concern down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And I got burnt at the stake by Jags fans. That's all that. Standing on business and picking the Ravens. Minus three and a half. Um, I haven't heard the word fucking standing on business until I saw CJ Stroud doing it against the uh who the fuck I don't was know it? where it came from. I think it's so dumb. Ever since ever since then I've heard nothing but standing on business. And I was like, have I been just been outside of the loop? Like what's going on? Um You're I'm actually an old white now. I guess so. Um did you just preview Philly or no? I don't think yeah, I, I started to uh oh, sorry. Two primetime games. I think they bounce back. I also think the Seahawks are kind of starting to slide. Yeah, I'm taking Philly. Like you said, a bounce back game. Right. And yeah. Quick recap. One, two, three. I think we have four games. I think we have four us. different two. Yeah, we have four separating. That's a good number. All right. I got so it's gonna come down to do 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 all three that or it's going to come on to three. It's going to come Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So we got Pittsburgh, Tampa, and then San Fran and Dallas. All right. Um, that is football for week 14. This Correct. is a very long podcast. Yes, it we is. We put all the non-sports gibberish up front. So I think we can effectively say that that is it for episode mm-hmm. 114. Yes. You know what I it like? Is what? We skipped just the right amount of episodes that now our episode numbers line up with the weeks of the NFL season. It's week well, 15. But we re- we just recapped. Finished. 14. I guess so. Okay. I don't know. It worked out in my head. Um. So, yeah, this is a long podcast. Hope you all made it to the end. Uh, don't end the Zoom, by the way. I want to I ask you okay. something whenever we're done. Um, come back next week. I have all this new podcast. I don't know if I talked about it on, that on air. My secret Santa, who is still yet to be identified, came through with another haul of podcasting equipment. Um, so now I'm sitting on like a pile of microphones and 
interfaces and soundboards that I don't know how to use or really even connect yet. So I thought that I had it all figured out and dialed in. And then Hunter got on the Zoom call today and told me that I sounded like shit. So I had to make a last minute change. Hopefully I sound okay. But I'm trying to dial in to get like a really legit high quality setup that will allow me to do more cool things with the mm -hmm. audio. Um, so come back next week to see if I actually figured anything out or it's going to be the same. Um, one last shout out before we go. Uh, Hunter, I don't know if you know about this. Mutual friend of ours and friend of the show, Andy, finally pulled the trigger on a truck. Oh, no, he bought a truck already, or, or he's he, eyeing so one he, still? No, he has been texting me for the last two days for moral support to to buy a truck that he's had his eye on, and I kind of held his hand and walked him through the, the negotiations with the salesman, and he finally pulled the trigger on a 2021 Ford Ranger. So, congratulations. Fucking All of that for a fucking Ranger. Yeah. He's, he's, he's gay. It. I love, I love it. it. No, Gay would have been buying the Maverick that he pre-ordered. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, congratulations, Andrew, on your Ford fucking Ranger. Ford fucking Ranger! Love those, those TikTok. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take one of those up and send it to him just, just to commemorate this person. Ford fucking So, yeah, like, yeah, all right, I'm not even going to get into it. This podcast is too long already. Thank you guys for listening. Come back next week yeah. for episode 115. Yeah, fucking dumb motherfucker.